0: Thank you, Kelly Robinson. Good morning. Well, it's, it's it's okay morning. It's a hot morning. Oh, my gosh. It was hot walking Zeus the dog even early this morning. I don't know where you are in Texas, but I hope you found the one town that is cool. There must be something somewhere. Let's see what it is in Alpine. I have Alpine on my Weatherbug app. I'm not in Alpine. Some of you are listening in Alpine. You say, I thought he was right here with us. I thought he was one of us. Let me see what Alpine and Fort Davis are. I always leave them because they're places I would rather be than 85 in Alpine right now according to Weatherbug anyway. And let's see what Fort Davis says. Fort Davis is higher in elevation even than Alpine, 81, and the high is going to be 88 in Fort Davis today. Eat your heart out. <laughs> oh. That's beautiful in the Davis Mountains. So, Anyway, and uh, meanwhile, where I live in McKinney, let's just for a grin see what it's supposed to be in McKinney. A 105, and Dallas is expecting 109. So Fort Davis is sounding pretty good. Well, welcome anyway. We're going to talk about gardening because there can't be much more of this nonsense. The days are getting shorter, and and it's getting cooler a little bit earlier in the evenings. Kind of. They tell us that, and we're supposed to believe it. High school football starts next week, and one of our games in our hometown of McKinney got switched from evening on Saturday to 11.30, about this time next Saturday. Oh, goodness. My wife is on school board in McKinney, and I'll bet she gets some calls. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, let's talk about gardening, and let's look ahead toward what you can do this fall for your landscaping. Let's talk about what uh, can be done to... uh, make things more beautiful. I've been doing some landscaping in the last uh, three or four weeks um, and you know on a controlled basis you wouldn't want to go out and do acres right now if you're a home gardener but uh, certainly putting out uh, 10 or 20 plants is achievable because you're going to be watering them by hand and so small close-in projects can certainly be accomplished right now and uh, there are things you can do. Now a couple of things I want to tell you that just need to be mentioned they really need to be mentioned. Number one If you have red oaks or a red oak tree or a Chinese pistachio tree, I'm talking about new trees planted this year, hope I'm not too late with this message. I've been preaching this for years and I preach it many times every year. I'm just going to say it again. Um, You need to have that trunk wrapped. Every red oak, uh, water oak If you're in East Texas, every Chinese pistachio, every red maple, Acer rubrum, not Japanese maple with red leaves, but red maple with green leaves. You got that? It's crazy, but red maples are named for the color of their flowers in the springtime. Acer rubrum, those are the trees that give all the beautiful fall color up in in New England and elsewhere. Anyway, those all have slick bark, Uh, Japanese maples with the purple foliage, those things have to be in the shade anyway, so what I'm about to tell you doesn't apply to them, but for red maples that you're using as shade trees, they all need to have their trunks wrapped for the first two years to prevent sun scald, maybe three years. To prevent sun scald they need to be wrapped from the time they're planted with paper or plastic tree wrap there are products made specifically for that purpose and I love the nursery industry it is my chosen industry in my dreams as a child I was going to be the world's best greenhouse grower or the best retail nurseryman I didn't know which but either one would have been fine didn't go that direction did I um, so I, I love that industry my industry I'm 51% in that industry and 49% in communications. So they win. But they need to do a better job of selling that product when they sell those trees. And if you don't do that, the south and especially the west sides of the trunks will crack wide open the second or third summers that those trees are in the landscape. And it will expose the inner uh, interior uh, wood of the trunk and the trees will in many cases, die before they can heal those open wounds. And in many cases, if they do survive, they'll be misshapen because that side of the tree, the branches will die. The roots will die and the branches will die. So non-negotiable is the phrase that I use. You must wrap the trunks of red oaks and the other ones I mentioned. Uh, Red maples are especially vulnerable. A lot of people are using those more than before. Red maples don't even make my top 20 list of best trees for Texas, but that's uh, not, not why we called this meeting. All right. So that's point number one. Point number two, pre-emergent application for fall. I always tell you to make that application uh, between the 25th of August and the, uh, and the 5th or 7th of September, Labor Day. Well, guess what? We are just about there. There is no way that winter grassy weeds are going to be germinating at these temperatures forget it, but be ready. Go ahead and buy the product now and have it ready. Set it in the garage, keep it dry, and delay it by a week or two. I'll give you that. There's no way at these temperatures. This is abnormal. So you either want bayland, or you want um, dimension, or you want halts. Those are the three that are most commonly sold, and that's for rescue grass and rye grass and annual bluegrass. Now, there's a little resistance uh, to uh, uh, those pre-emergents for annual bluegrass. It's not perfect, but it still does a good job, just not a great job, but it does a great job on the other two, rescue grass and ryegrass. And then um, there is a product called Gallery that is a good pre-emergent for um, uh, the uh, broadleafed weeds. You get a second chance on the broadleafed weeds. You do not get a second chance to prevent germination or to control grassy weeds. If you don't get them before they germinate, then they're going to be there. You're going to see them in in March and April and early May next year. And I'll just say I can't help you. Mark your calendar next time around to put the materials out late August, early September. But now remember, this year it's too hot, too dry right now, so don't put them out yet. Just keep listening and, and uh, watch my eGardens newsletter, and, and I'll keep you updated. So that's what, what I have on those two topics. Um, I'm going to take my first break, and then we'll come back and go to our phone calls. We have four lines. I have one occupied right now. And uh, so I'd like to invite you to call. If you would like to uh, to, to call, call now. Please don't call at uh, 1145 and and wonder why you couldn't get on the air. This is the time to call, and you will get on the air. Jared Taylor is running the boards and screening the calls for me, and uh, you can reach me at 888-256-1080. We are live for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour, broadcasting to about 30 stations, 33 stations, from Amarillo to Corpus Christi and uh, from uh, Alpine, in the Big Bend country, all the way to Crockett in the Piney Woods. I love doing this program, and I'd love to hear from you. 888-256-1080. Take a uh, sip of water. Hang on just a moment. Actually, it was a sip of one of my diet beverages, so that is better. I was getting really dry. Have a um, project that i am working on if you take my electronic newsletter you have already seen it identified or if you listened last week and thank you to all who have helped um, and this has to do with my book i put my book on sale for the lowest price of the sixth printing it's only $34.95 per copy for what should be probably a $55 or $60 book if it were sold in stores. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. 11 chapters that cover lawns, landscapes, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables. You've heard me talk about it. Chapter 2 is very special because it's 48 pages, 4 pages per month, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize and spray all of the plants in your Uh, And you're part of Texas, all of Texas, every county of Texas, all 254 counties of Texas. And there are 840 of my photographs and 344 pages, high-quality paper. It's a hardback, and it was printed in Texas. That's why it's so remarkable that I'm able to sell it to you at only $34.95. I've marked it down. Oh, and there's a satisfaction guarantee or a full refund, and I sign every copy as it sells. And for that reason, the book is not in stores and not on Amazon. Now, here is the reason that I've put it for a very limited time. I am trying to help my wife pay off all of the bills for her reelection campaign to the school board from this past May 6th. Uh, she has been on the McKinney ISD school board uh, for a long time, and she has done... M- monumental work on behalf of the students and the families and the staff of misd our town has grown from 15,000 to 220,000 during that time and she's uh, begun now her 13th uh, uh, term in office and if you if you if you are a believer in term limits let me tell you there are term limits that come up every time you go into a ballot box into an election booth, and she won 60 to 40 um, the, percent. The incumbent candidates in Collin County were opposed uh, by people who didn't necessarily understand how to run school districts, a very strongly funded um, political action committee uh, backed people. And best we can tell, their intent was to get vouchers for private schools. Public schools deserve attention. And Lynn and I both taught, three of our four parents taught, we believe in public education in Texas, and I'm willing to put my money, the money from my book, behind that campaign. This campaign cost us more than all uh, 12 of the prior campaigns combined, and we're trying to pay it off now. We're getting closer. So please, if you'd like to buy my book, that's the reason that it's on sale and I'm making a big push for it. Two ways you can buy it. Call my office Monday through Friday. It's open 9 to 5, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. 800-752-4769. The better way you can do it right now is to go to my website, neilsperry.com. This is not a donation. This is uh, There are ways to donate, on, uh, and, and you can call the office to find out. But, but this is a purchase of a book, and your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Uh, the way to order online is at neilsperry, neilsperry.com. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller excels at all of that you will not find a better building anywhere around. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. More for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Give them a call, eight seven seven two M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. I'll have more after this message. Thank you, Kelly, very much. Hang on to that number. The lines are filled. Thank you all very much. I am humbled and, and flattered. Let's go to Brenda in Brenham. Brenda, this is Neil. Good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm well. How can I help you?
1: Um, I have a question about uh, nut grass. And I know you uh, always tell us to spray the image twice, you know, between May and August. And I do that. But I have a different than the regular type nut grass. It's like a bushier type uh, plant that has like little blue flowers on it that has a nut. And I have them in my grass and in the flower bed. And the image doesn't didn't seem to really eradicate that. Do I? Is that something different, or?
0: Well, yeah. When you say blue flowers, <laughs> describe them. Do they look like flowers as opposed to a, um, a straw-like um, thing, <laughs> starburst?
1: Um, no, they're just really, really tiny, blue, purple just barely, you know, like maybe a quarter of an inch big.
0: They're very tiny. All right, and let I me tell you, let me, you here. know what, Brenda? Hang on just say. second. I, I'll tell you how you can tell whether you have a sedge or not. Uh, nut grass is truly a sedge, not a grass. And I'll, I'll tell you how you can tell whether image is going to work on the weed that you have. It needs okay. to be a sedge, and all sedges have triangular stems. You need to pull one of them up and roll it between your index finger and your thumb, and if you can tell, oh wow, that is triangular, then then that is a sedge. If you roll it and you you say that's round or that's square, uh, then that's not going to be a sedge. All of the mint family, like cole- I'm, I'm not suggesting this is in the mint family, but coleus and basil and and mint itself, all of those have square stems, um, and and then grasses all have round stems, like Bermuda grass has round stems. Corn has round stems, very big round stems. And so that's how you can tell whether you have a sedge or not, and you have to have a sedge before image is going to do any good. We need to figure out what you have. It sounds more like you have a broadleafed weed if it has blue flowers. There's no sedge okay. that I know that has blue flowers. There really is. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on thin ice now, and I'm not a tiny guy. But I don't know <laughs> of any grass that has blue flowers either. Uh, I know I've some... taken
1: a picture and okay. I've tried to send it into your newsletter, but it's always full. I never seem to be able to get in.
0: Yeah, so, you have to write uh, it. Right at, you have to do that right at six p.m. because uh, because it I have to put a governor on it, or I'll have uh, first first week I didn't do it, and I had 125 questions to answer. Right, we, we right. Take, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, let. Uh, I'll tell you what so do you the can, hmm? go ahead let me have Jared put you on hold and he'll he'll uh he's got he's got a way to put you in contact and okay. uh, let's do it that way and and let me try to help you that way since you've okay. waited a good while on on uh, on hold here um but that's that's going to be the the best thing and if it is a broadleaf plant It'll probably have a round or square stem. Uh, some broadleaf plants have round stems. And a broadleaf weed killer would, would kill it. Now, this has clumps, right? Yes. All right. And then also, um, does it... Uh, what was the other thing I want to ask you? Oh, uh, the, the leaves are... And I'm going to take a chance on this because it's kind of hard to describe you know about veins on a leaf does this have parallel veins or are they uh, let me just ask that let's see how do i trying to think of something that very if you think of like there's like a
1: vein down the middle like it's like that's the midrib
0: all right do the other uh, veins in the leaf are they parallel to that or do they come off to the sides like side streets
1: Mm,
0: Almost
1: right angles. I'm not sure. Think they, of uh, a
0: feather, and it, they're called pinnate or parallel. Do they come off like the the little bitty pin feathers uh, that come off?
1: They're parallel to the uh, middle leaf.
0: Middle,
2: All right. If uh, they're parallel,
0: then then odds are very good that that would be a grass. There are there are uh, uh, broadleaf plants. Hostas, I think, as an example, have parallel veins. But, uh, you know, and there are some other uh, other broadleaf weeds that do. All right, uh, plan A, back to back to Jared. Let me put you back okay. on hold. He will give you a special instruction. Make sure you follow everything he tells you very carefully, and I'll sure try okay. to help.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and Jared, yes, is the answer. All right, good deal. Let's go to uh, Jeanette in Navasota. Jeanette, this is Neil. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Thank How you can for I taking I my call. Sure. Um, first off, my mother has admired you forever. I mean, I have also, but my mom really has enjoyed you. Well, tell her uh, thank I have you. A question. Okay. I uh, I have um, some mock orange bushes that uh, the leaves are all wilting, and they just look awful. I have been watering them a whole bunch. I planted them there one year ago about, and uh, I fertilized them and... Uh, and i really have been watering a whole bunch lately and i don't know if the roots were too bound when i planted them they were pretty big when i planted them all right. um, when
0: you when you planted them they were in containers or that you dug them and moved yes. them
3: containers uh, they right. were in containers
0: all right let me let me ask you a question i'm going to sound like a complete uh, goof in in the way i ask this but it's a more intelligent question than than it will sound i'll explain Um, are you going with the name mock orange because of a nursery label? Well,
3: uh, I thought that's what it was called.
0: Is Uh, this because... Okay, thank you. That's what I needed to know. Um, That goes on a nursery label as mock orange. Uh, Texans, unless they've seen a nursery label, normally just call it pittosporum. Mock orange, and I want you to Google this when we get through... Uh, to most uh, gardeners is philadelphus. It's like Philadelphia, but it's philadelphus. And that is a oh, uh-huh. deciduous plant from the northeast that has beautiful white blooms. Um, and a really pretty plant. And and that I think if you ask a whole cross-section of the American population of gardeners, what does mock orange look like, they would say that. This thing of calling pittosporum mock orange, until I saw Monrovia Nursery Company out of California call it that, <laughs> I never heard that before. I thought, what is that? That's a goofy name for that plant. Oh. Anyway, so I know Pittosporum. I grew up with them in College Station. I made a living pruning them because they got too big. That was before they decided they wanted to freeze. Uh, and, and so you planted this in 2022, these in
3: 2022? Yeah, yeah. I, I had some there before and during that terrible, terrible yeah, freeze. They, they froze uh, all God. across
0: Texas. So, so what? when did you first notice them wilting? What month?
3: probably about six weeks ago they started looking horrible
0: okay so they made it through the winter of 2022-23 okay then christmas
3: yeah yes uh-huh all
0: right. all right they did not in north texas that's why i ask anybody who planted them uh in in uh the, the spring or summer of a year ago uh lost them again so uh, uh, uh-huh. up, up, up in north texas all right so if they i've I will tell you something, having been around that plant all of my life, uh, and I'm not not—I'm not a teenager, uh, that plant uh, I have never seen. I've seen a scale insect on it, but it didn't hurt it. I have never seen an insect or disease bother Um That almost has to be, in some way, uh, water-related. And my guess would be that they got too dry at some point early on, and you got... Uh-huh. You got water to them, but didn't realize they were they were as dry as they were, and you thought, "Oh, I barely made it." You watered them, and and then kind of forgot about it, and watered them again, and watered them again, and and they never recovered fully. That would be my guess.
3: So you Having, think uh, even watering because I've been I've been real uh, consistent now with watering them. I understand. And, uh, you think
0: that's, I, I think it happened way. that one time. It's it's uh-huh. like a like a human. We get too we we basically die of thirst on the desert. And I don't care how many times people pour water down our throats, it's not going to help from that point on. I'm sorry, uh-huh. that was a horrible example, but but it's a truthful example. And so I, I I think there's a good possibility. I just took a an Oakland holly out at the corner of my house that I had been babying along for five or six years. I I paid a couple hundred dollars for it, it was a big one and i replaced it with another one it was it was a great choice but but i let it get too dry and and it lost about half of its leaves and it never looked good after that point on and so i finally said you know so you
3: couldn't prune it and make it um come back kind of
0: the leaves were all at the top if i'd pruned it i would have had one that was 30 inches tall so i went and bought one that was Uh 30 inches tall and young and healthy and vigorous and, and, yeah. and I imagine that's probably what happened to, to your pedestal. Best yeah. of I got. I've got to let you go. The, the, the barking Thank is getting so in much. my headphones. Thank you bet.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have
0: a good day. You bet. Thank you. Things get magnified in the headphones sometimes. And so anyway, Michael in Madisonville, you're coming up next. And then Roger and Amarillo and back to Madisonville and uh, Ken with a question. I don't understand, but it looks like fun. Looks like fun. Texas A&M Botany. We'll see what that's about. Let me tell you about Fertilome. This is a new new uh, mention for you. Oh, I am so glad they have this because this was something else I wanted to mention at the top of the program, and I forgot to. Perfect, perfect time. Thank you, Fertilome. Thank you, High Yield. High Yield Bug Blaster. By the way, High Yield and Fertilome, uh, you put in an algebraic equation. Uh, fertilome equals high yield. They're out of the same company line in in Bonham, Texas. They're made by the same company. So when you hear me say high yield, just think fertilome. those are the same people. Okay, got that high-yield bug blaster granules for chinch bug control i see stories on the news right now about you you got to cut back on your water folks we we, we got conserve water and they show a sprinkler watering a lawn that is a saint augustine lawn that is just decimated and saint augustine's getting all this bad rap about it takes too much water look how brown it is takes too much and people people that's chinch bug damage control the chinch bugs watering gonna help they're killing it And so, anyway, this is not in my ad copy. This is just a comment before I get to their ad. You need to control the chinch bugs because they will kill it, and it's not the St. Augustine's fault. Um, It's the best grass for the shade, and so don't, give up on st augustine just control the chinch bugs and it won't take as much water then because you won't waste the water trying to get it to green up again all right here we go let's do it if you have st augustine chances are great that you have irregular patches of dead and dying brown grass that's due to chinch bugs They suck the fluids right out of the grass, leaving it dry, as if you never watered it. You irrigate one night, it still looks dry the next morning. That's one of the symptoms, folks. They always show up in the hottest, sunniest parts of your yard first. Let me say that one again. Chinch bugs will always show up in the hottest, sunniest parts of your yard first, out in full sun. And they can kill big parts of your yard in a hurry, in a week. If you want to see the chinch bugs, get down on your hands and knees where the healthy grass turns into browning grass. They'll be right there. They're not in the brown area. They're in the area that's turning brown. Look down at the soil line for BB-sized black insects with irregular white diamonds on their backs. The immature forms are smaller and red, and they're all very active right down on the soil line. Treatment is easy with high yield bug blaster granules. Bug blaster is a broad spectrum granular insecticide designed to kill chinch bugs and other lawn insects. For best results, treat the entire lawn. Simply apply high yield bug blaster with a spreader, water the granules in, and get three months of chinch bug control. Remember, all fertilome and high yield products, including high yield bug blaster, can only be found in independently owned garden centers, hardware stores, and feed stores. High-yield bug blaster granules for chinch bug control. More after these messages. All right, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Michael in Madisonville. Michael, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I've got a vineyard that, it has one row that we inherited when we bought the property. Uh,
2: it's probably 15 year old vines of muscadine hybrids. I think they're covert.
0: And this year we planted seven more uh, rows of the same. So they've are they just got into the ground. We're having a real problem
2: with what we believe is brown spot. Uh, besides just spotting on the
0: leaves on some of the plants, they're really turning brown on the outer edge of the leaf and it's just moving towards the center and just killing the leaves uh we're trying to do everything as organic as we possibly can so we've been manually taking those leaves off and destroying them burning them but it it, we can't get it to go away so i figured i'd call and seek some help um i am i am inadequate i need to i need to just say it that way I'm not a good fruit person. My background is all in ornamentals. Um, all right. I will do anything I can to help, and I'm going to do that. I just am trying to figure out what the best way to help would be. Um, hang on. I, I lost my call screener page, and I want to do something else for you. Hang on just a second. I'll get that reestablished. I'm trying to click across my computer page here. Um, there is a this i'm going to do more than just this um let me get a page open from A and it's not wanting to open for me i i'm not sure if our internet here at my office is i, I have internet trouble i think it hates me well i think we all do <laughs> <laughs> thank you that was reassuring oh my gosh um there is a uh, there's a group of fact sheets here it came uh from a&m they have put together a wonderful compendium it's there's a hub that has all of them listed together and let me see what they have on grapes uh, let me look i would think muscadines would be pulled out by themselves i'm i'm not seeing that um uh, what i what i think i want to do is uh is have you give Jared contact information that I can uh, reach back to you. And I want to do some homework for you because I just don't know. All of my background is landscape and greenhouse uh, things. And um, the, uh, the fruit training that I had uh, with two degrees in, from Ohio State, I grew up in College Station, but um, that uh, was not anything strong, and it certainly did not apply back in Texas when I came back and muscadines right. have never grown where I live. I've always been in very alkaline clay soils, and so I haven't had sure. a 1st experience. Uh, that's gonna be my best bet. I, I'm not seeing anything on this whole list of uh, fruit and nut resources on muscadines. I wonder if I'm just trying too hard. Yeah, there it is right there, hang on. And I think there will be a fact sheet number. Uh, of course not. Fruit and Nut Resources Muscadine by George Ray McKitchen and Marty Baker. Uh, It's, oh goodness, it's 25 years old, so anything they have on disease issues. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get some current research for you, and I'll, I know who I'll go to. Uh, if you will go back on hold in just a moment with uh, with Jared. Jared, this one's gonna be different. Just get some contact information, uh, if you would, for Michael, but uh, where I can uh, reach back to you. It'll be coming either from my own personal phone or uh, email, Michael. And um, it may take me a day or two to to get that to you, uh, but I will see what I can find. Um I'm just uh, I I don't have anything else I can offer. I need to do some research for you. Thank you, Neil. I really appreciate I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You know what? Uh Jared, uh give him the other plan A also and if you could write down what you've told me and maybe put some photos in, that would be a head start for me and I will contact right. the person that I want to uh get this information to. And then I can work from that. That'll be a, that'll be a, a two day head start. Do that if you would. Jared's going to give you a contact person, an intermediary, and uh, then uh, I will also reach back from from my own personal stuff. And so I'll help you. You waited a long time, and I deserve a, a, to give you a better answer than that. Thank you for your patience. Appreciate Thank you. You, now. you betcha. All right, we uh, we'll go now. What's the story with Roger? Let's see if he's probably helping Michael now. Let's. What'd you say? He dropped. Okay, I didn't know if you found him again. Let's go to Ken, also in Madisonville. Ken, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. How can I help? Well, I
2: just have a curiosity question. I'm a Aggie class of 75, and in 1972, I took an amazing introduction to botany course, and the professor's name
0: was Sperry. John Jerome Sperry. I was Sperry. just wondering if he was related to you. Yeah, he was my uncle. Uncle John oh, Jerome God. Sperry. Yeah?
2: Yes. And I'll tell you what I remember the most about him was he made us do a wildflower collection. And it was so much fun going out and collecting wildflowers and putting them in those um, stamped uh, with the, you know, press, Mm -hmm. the plant press. And then they came out just beautiful, just beautiful. And I'll never forget taking that course from him in the fall of 1972. But I thought that was ironic when I remembered his last name. I thought, I bet there's a connection there somewhere.
0: I took that class ten years before you did, and really? um, yeah, and uh, that was when A and M was still tiny, and yeah. uh, I, he posted the grades. Well, it's a different time. He posted the grades on the door, and <laughs> we all came back to see our grades, and everybody had a had a, an A, B, C, or D grade. I don't think they had right. Ds, but you know, all had grades that way. I yeah. had a ninety one. Point 0.5 a i mean he put my oh, wow. score up there to the <laughs> to the decimal point <laughs> he, he wanted to know there were no favorites shown <laughs> that's great and you know I'll, I'll tell you something my my dad was also at a m he was uh, 10 years older and he was yeah. a professor of range management
2: they right. looked okay. identical
0: you could have seen them they were certainly like right? twins by 10 years but but um that's fine. I was I was adopted when mom and dad were in their early forties. I was an only mm-hmm. child. Uncle John had yeah. six children. And Uncle John, when we'd go to Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner mm-hmm. at their house, because it was uh well, my mom found it to be less chaotic to the house if we uh-huh. went there. <laughs> right. And and um, Uncle John was always quiet and just kind of Kind of didn't uh-huh. smile a lot or anything, and when I yeah. got in the class, he was so funny. I really <laughs> loved it. So it was a whole different Uncle John. I, I man, really man. enjoyed him. He was a you really know good I, one of my coming.
2: most favorite classes I ever took. And the interesting thing was, when I came to A and M in the fall of seventy one with my dad for freshman orientation, Doctor Potts in the College of Agriculture said, "Ken." I think you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Your SAT scores were low. Your IQ is low. I suggest you go to TSTC in Waco. And I said, no, I'm going to stay here. And after the first semester, I walked into his office, and I said, here is my report card, grade point, 3.8. And I maintained that for the four years I was at A&M.
0: Isn't that fun? I'll (laughs) blow you away a little farther. R.C. Potts' uh, wife was my kindergarten teacher. Is that right? I worked for I worked for Kent and Joel Potts in Brazos Valley nursery for a week to That's buy amazing. a camera to go to Ohio State with. Yeah. That uh, is it so was cool. a small a town not that fun? Isn't that fun? Isn't that cool? That's a small role. Listen, thank you yeah. so much. I enjoy your show. Thank you for making the call. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to that, folks. Sorry you didn't do it, but it was fun. Let me uh, tell you right now about my book, Neil Sprays, Lone Star Gardening. I want to do the really short version because we've got two breaks to get in in about eight minutes. Uh, all I'm, I'm just putting my money to my wife's reelection campaign from back in May. It cost a lot of money to get her reelected this time because there was a huge amount of money piled up against all of the incumbents in Collin County. Uh, as a, a very strong and well-funded pack tried to, tried to, uh, well, they said tried to, to flip all of the school boards, and they they lost 17 of the 19 races, I believe, if I have my math right. Uh, Lynn won 60 to 40 percent. She is a hero in our community, and, and I'm trying to support her by, by raising the funds by selling my book. And 34.95. I put it on sale. This is the book you've heard me talk about, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of, uh, of lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual perennial flowers, fruit, vegetable gardening. The whole works. 344 pages, 840 photos. Not in stores, not on Amazon. I'll sign your copy, and I guarantee you'll be happy with it. You have to order it from my office or my website. Let's just do it with the website, neilsperry.com. Now, I better do both. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Uh, you can uh, also call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, grow 800 752 g-r-o-w i'll have more after this these messages all right thank you kelly very very much we are running short on time uh, let me uh tell you that uh, uh, we have heard back from roger and amarillo i'm gonna we'll do a really quick uh, version of an answer he's asking about uh, sticker burrs uh, those would be annual grass burrs and you put a pre-emergent out for those. That pre-emergent has to be out uh, just before the uh, average date of the last killing freeze in your area. For them, it's going to be quite late compared to most of Texas. You need to find out uh, the uh, uh, time for your county, and I'm going to leave that up to each of you. And For him, it's going to be uh, uh, into early April. And uh, then uh, it will, uh, uh, but for most of Texas, it's going to be either late February or March. And that would be the materials I mentioned earlier. It'd be either uh, 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 the uh, uh, team or uh, it would be a, a Holtz or Dimension. Not team, but Dimension or Balan if I get it right, uh, granules, and then applied 90 days later. Uh, nothing you do now but mow them. Anyway, that's that. I need to get one more break in and then we'll finish out the program. Let me tell you about uh, my eGardens newsletter and I'll do that really fast. I just really talked my way up to uh, endangered species time here. eGardens is free, always will be. comes from my computer to your email every uh, Thursday evening at 6 p.m. There are five stories always. Uh, One of them is a featured plant of the week. One of them is uh, gardening this weekend where I point out the things that you need to do. And one of them is always uh, the uh, Q&A section, and then a couple of other very important stories. You can see what it looks like by going to my website. That's where you sign up for it. There's always a sample there for you to see, and uh, that's Neil Sperry's E Gardens. Go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on E Gardens. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. But the name Mueller means so much more. It means you're going to have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 93 years standing behind your warranty. And it also means you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge edge Designing and manufacturing new products such as their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. Give them a call at 8772Mueller. That's 8772683553, or stop by one of their 3336 locations. And that's MuellerInc.com. I'll be back after this message. Man, we got that one right on the money, Jared. (laughs) Usually I sail into oblivion at the end of the program with about half an ad left or something. Folks, I have loved today. Thank you for turning out with the calls. Great questions, and it's been fun. Water your plants deeply, especially the new ones. Don't count on sprinkler irrigation to do it. We'll be back next week, same time. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.